Nearly 200 years of British colonial rule of India ended in 1947. Perhaps the most lasting legacy is the English language, which continues to play a central role in many areas of Indian life. However, at the time of independence, there was a feeling among some groups in India that English should be rejected as the language of the colonizer. They associate language with also control and power. As long as the colonial rule was there, their intention was to throw out English along with the English rulers because they associated English language with those rulers. Of course, that's a very short-sighted policy now. Now, if we try to throw English out, it's like throwing the baby out with the bathwater. The attempt in 1947 to establish Hindi as the principal language was highly controversial. And in many parts of southern India, like here in Bangalore, Hindi was regarded as the language of the north. In the constitution of India, we don't have a national language defined. You know, it is uh, stated that both Hindi and Hindi will be the official language of the Union and English will be used as the associate official language for the Union. And it was also decided that English will continue in India for at least 15 years bef before the parliament decides, you know, to phase it out. If there is the possibility of Hindi emerging as a major language. But in 1964, when you know these things were uh, being thought about, it was also discovered that English cannot go that easily. It was decided that every state will be given the freedom to legislate on what its official language should be. So it was as if English never left India. One of the areas of Indian life which is still dominated by the English language is the legal system. All legal writings and most court proceedings are in English. Now we are saying that they do not have title, therefore they could not have filed the present suit. Yes. What is their answer to that in the objections? Nothing. 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 At this legal practice in Bangalore, even though the local language is Canada, English is the language in which they work. The legacy of colonialism is very important in the legal system. English language is a very important factor because in India you have different states that speak different languages and each of these languages have different dialects in them. Now if I were to go to the Supreme Court with a case and argue it in my vernacular language, the justice sitting up there wouldn't understand what I was speaking of. Therefore, now, what English does is it unifies us, brings in a uniform system of language by which all of us address the courts. The written statement is only by way of defense. Suppose if he wants to amend this suit now to incorporate these 24,000 square feet, ah. that is changing the nature of the Exactly, language. exactly. Everything is in English. The citations are in English. We argue in English language. We did not develop any law on our own. We simply adapted what the English introduced to us for over a period of more than 200 years they ruled here. So those were the laws which were continued. In fact, our constitution itself was drafted in English. The constitution of India is drafted in English. So 
right from the beginning like i said you know i'm i'm not very fluent i mean because of my medium of education was english when i was a kid in college i studied in english so if you ask me to argue a case in hindi i can't do it for more than a minute because i think in english my thought is in english because it's my mother tongue virtually my mother tongue now i would say personally i'm more comfortable conversing with people in english than in conversing with people in kannada being my vernacular language in fact my friends state that my vernacular language is really lousy although these lawyers are fluent in the english language many of their clients are not which puts them at a serious disadvantage if they have to go to court i have basically from all startups of the society the clients visit me so there are certain clients who it depends basically on their education also to an extent so when they have studied in the local schools here and they are from the mediocre families uh, they speak in the local language and uh, but then whatever the proceedings we do in the court uh, regarding them they, uh, they are in english which i have to then explain to them i'm talking of people who have not studied more than higher who have not gone above the school level yes it is a challenge when it comes to dealing with cross examinations or arguments that are addressed in vernacular languages and then then are translated into english or where arguments and cross examinations are given in english and then translated into vernacular languages where all these are used at the stage of final arguments and when someone's trying to explain to the judge as to how it was elicited it becomes really difficult to explain to the judge as to what the real meaning was because i could say what the meaning really meant and my learned friend across the table would say no it did not and there are a lot of case laws in recorded in the indian judiciary which deal only with this aspect of translation english also plays an important role in the indian press English language newspapers first established under colonial rule are widely read today. Deccan Herald was started in 1948 by my grandfather Mr K N Guruswami. Uh he started two newspapers one is the Deccan Herald and the other is the Indian language Kannada paper called Prajavani. So the English paper at that time was a prestigious thing to start. just after independence and it was a language of of the british at that time and the upper class indians you know during british time you had english newspapers produced for them and produced for the elite that depended on them you know that elite which sustained the colonial rule in this country so you know basically english language newspapers were for them not for the masses here so you know obviously during the british period you know vernacular language newspapers were not encouraged but if it had been encouraged if there had been circulation education you know backed by education probably britishers would have found it difficult to sustain their rule until to 1947 we have, we have a story of a british prime minister coming to india to bangalore today tomorrow today i think we should cover it yeah when tomorrow in dia figures we already assigned that to English language newspapers reflect a social divide and they may even reinforce it. They are mainly read in urban areas and cater for an English speaking elite. 
Their style of reporting is different from the vernacular press, which tends to focus more on local news. The English language paper is a bigger paper in terms of pagination. And we have more reports from all over the, all over the country. So, and the readers of the English newspapers are more educated and they expect better content. The English language papers right across the country are, are mainly in the big cities. In the rural areas, it's the Indian languages. In the North India, it's Hindi. And in other places, it's the local. In Bengal, it's Bengali. In Tamil Nadu, it's Tamil. So, and most all the language papers are more local. In India, English has been long established as a result of the country's colonial past. But this is a multilingual country, and English is just one of the many languages spoken here. I speak English. Hindi and Punjabi, that is my mother tongue. I can speak uh, English, Hindi, Marathi, Bengali. I, I speak English, Telugu, Hindi. I speak English, Hindi, Tamil. My mother tongue is like uh, Urdu, Hindi, and I speak English and Hindi with my friends. See, when I speak my mother tongue, I, am, I get emotionally attached to people, so I speak my mother tongue. If I find somebody who, who's from my native, so I, to connect them, I use my mother tongue. But uh, when I'm in my office environment, or if I have to take a, what you call, professional decisions, then English comes in a picture. Yeah. So when I'm rational, so I have to be in English. So when I, I use my mother tongue, only when I'm, I have to emotionally connect to people. Yeah. Mixing languages is commonplace, but not everyone approves of this practice. If we start mixing, first of all, the impression is bad. Second thing is we'll not be able to communicate the right thing. It's important to speak uh, in pure English. That's what I feel. It's very important. We use English in our Hindi also. We call it Hinglish. Hindi plus English, Hindi English. When I'm talking in English, I don't mix any other language. But I'm when I'm talking in Hindi when I, or when I'm talking in my mother tongue, I use a lot of English words. That happens. <laughs> English is widely spoken, especially in southern cities like Bangalore. Actually, I use English whenever it's difficult to uh, converse with the local people here because the local language is Kannada here. Most of the part in South, Indian, uh, South India we use English because it's very difficult to converse in Hindi. English to me, it's a part of my life now. Without English, difficult to survive in the work environment we are living today. Difficult to survive in Karnataka, in this part of the country. I hail from northern part of the India. So this is more uh, in Bangalore at least. So uh, people communicate more in English. Uh, cab wala or rig wala, anybody, you go, they understand English better than, than Hindi, the national language. Most of the time I speak English is when uh, I go to college and when I speak to my friends and most of the times. And when we go for shopping, people most of them speak, like in the malls, English, yeah, every time. English is also now seen as the language of opportunity and it has shed its negative associations with colonialism. There is a realization that you need English, you know, to better yourself. And that way there is no confusion. All this confusion existed some time ago. But I think in a way that is resolved. Everybody wants to have better chances, better opportunities, and they know that it's forthcoming only through English. In India, British English, rather than American English, is dominant. Proper form of English would be like uh, people use slang also sometimes. 
but uh, best form would be like the british accent whether uh, where it usually originated in india most of the people talk in british english see we are influenced definitely by movies so we pick up from the movie slangs when while chatting with friends and all but in office we use office english you know documentation we use british english i believe yeah but some academics believe there is little real concern in india about speaking british english it is not strictly british english that people are standing for actually they don't they won't make a distinction between the colonizers english or the non colonizers english any variety of english will be okay for them 